0: listening to The Bridge Loud in Chicago on QRock 100.7 FM and online worldwide via TheBridgeChicago.com. Hey, this is Jed Brewer. Here's tonight's question. I want to do better, but how do I know I'm not just a loser? Let's get into it. He's the father to the fatherless. Looks out for those in distress
1: My name is Matt King, and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald.
2: I think I'm responding in a very successful way.
1: Ooh. Also joining us, the producer of the show, the man who puts news together, Jed Brewer. You've got a future in this thing, young man. Indeed, he might. And the future looks bright in the bridge loud because we've gotten our first piece of fan art. Woo! Ooh. Our friend Miss Rosie from Bristol in the United Kingdom Ooh. made an awesome drawing for a song you're gonna hear a little bit later in the show. Our friend Eric Barrios, his version of "Not Settling." If you want to see that, you can check out our Facebook page, facebook.com/slash/thebridgechicago. We are very thankful to Rosie for that. We're also thankful to people who write in their questions. We're gonna answer one that came into the Bridge Loud at gmail.com. This week's question says, "I want to do better, but how do I know I'm not just a loser?" And Glenn, in our day job, working with folks. Coming out of jail, coming out of addiction, we deal with a lot of people going through a hard time. And when you're going through a hard time, that can make you question your sense of yourself. So where do we start with this?
2: Well, yeah, I mean, when you when you have sort of a, a, a one failure after another in one area another, you start you start worrying. But you know, the reverse is also true. When you're succeeding at things, and every now and then something crazy happens, you get a, sort of a weird amount of doubt going on. That sure. we do need to look at are the circumstances affecting that. So, for example, if I'm walking down the sidewalk. On a, a icy, uh, slippery day and I slip and I fall down, I don't suddenly doubt that I know how to walk around. <laughs> <You know? laughs> there are reasons why this is going wrong here. I have to take those reasons into account. Now, I, yes, I could have gone a little slower or worn better shoes or those those things are relevant. But the circumstances are relevant as well. Yeah.
1: And I, I love the, the slipping analogy because there is a moment, and we all live in Chicago, we've experienced this, where you fall on the ice, and there's a moment where you think, I could just stay here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to fall again. I yeah, could just, I could ride it out here until spring. That's <laughs> right. And, Jed, maybe uh, we, we want to acknowledge that, that there's a certain comfort in sinking into, well, I'm, I'm probably just a loser and yep. I can write the rest of life off that way, but is there another option?
0: There definitely is. Let's say this for sure. We're We're sorry you're going through a rough time. Um, All of us have been there. All of us in the show can relate to enough things go wrong and you start to wonder maybe I'm the problem. Maybe I'm the common denominator here. We've all been there. We've all had that moment of landing on our butt on the ice and going, maybe I'm just an
1: ice slipping fool. And that's just, that's my life now. I broke the tailbone of my spirit.
0: (laughs) Yeah. and I think, too, it's worth noting you get a certain level of discouraged, a certain level of despairing. And the other question that I think is going to occur in your brain is what's the difference? You know, maybe it's the ice, maybe it's me, but does does it matter? I mean, if I if I look like a loser, I get treated like a loser. I slip and fall and embarrass myself like a loser. I might as well sit here till spring. I might as well embrace my loserdom and just say that's that's all there is. So you know, let's not get my hopes up uh, because I don't want my hopes to trip and fall as well. I think the question, Matt, as you're rightly pointing out, that we need to look at is, does it matter? that we differentiate between our circumstances and our personhood. Does it matter if there's ice or I'm just the kind of guy who can't walk? Um, And if there's a difference between those two, what is that difference?
1: That's a great point. That's what we'll look at when we come back right here on The Bridge Loud. here on The Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald.
2: If you're listening to this show in South Florida, ice is a thing that happens when the temperature drops. Well, you look it up on Wikipedia.
1: Yeah, you watch like Game of Thrones or something. Some, yeah. some other science fiction show where ice exists. Yeah, so
2: Chicago is just like Game of Thrones.
1: Yeah. That's kind of true. Yeah. Also to introduce the show, Jed Brewer. I've lived in Miami.
0: I can promise you, winter is not coming.
1: <laughs> That's probably true. But what is coming is a question that came into The Bridge Loud at gmail.com. This week's question says, I want to do better, but how do I know I'm not just a loser? And Glenn, that last time we talked a lot about how it makes sense to feel when things feel like they're just going wrong, to feel like that has to say something about you, who you are as a person. But often the reality of things is a lot more complicated than just, I'm bad at this.
2: Absolutely. Life is complicated, and we we have to wrap our minds around that. Sometimes... Uh, there's an odd comfort uh, that we feel in reducing everything down to this negative view of ourselves, and it starts to explain a lot, man. And this is maybe I am just meant to not succeed, and so on. you know uh, I should get some sheep and tend to them, and you know this is <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't try and go to college, or whatever. you know these these uh, this is what uh, we go through. But I think we have to recognize first and foremost that bad actions don't make you a bad person yes everybody makes mistakes everybody has things that they regret when they look back on it so we can't base all this on that
1: i think it's a really good point and Jed, if we were to use, to use kind of a, a real world kind of everyday example someone may have had a string of jobs where they got fired from them sure that could say something that you're not a great employee that could also be you live in an area where there are a lot of struggling businesses sure that could be you kind of started this young and never really had the, the training you need. So how do we reconcile that idea of maybe there's some things I do need to change, but maybe that's not the whole story?
0: Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Bottom line, reality is complicated. Um, you know, it, just in life as a general rule, whenever people say, I'll tell you the one and only factor in the problem you're facing, you should be suspect of that because most things are more complicated than that. Um if you've Matt uses a great example. If you've had a string of jobs and you, for whatever reason, you got fired from all of them, and there's been a lot of people getting fired amongst the hosts on this podcast, so right. uh, you yes. are not alone if you've experienced that. Yeah. Um, that could be all kinds of things, as Matt points out. That could be just the economic realities of the place that you live. Um, that could be a seasonal work. It could also be that being a good employee is a skill, and no one ever taught you how to do that. That doesn't make you a bad dude. It certainly doesn't make you a loser. No one's ever taught me how to play rugby. If you just threw me out onto a rugby field for a lot of reasons, I would do a really bad job. Yeah. Don't throw me on a rugby field. One thing
1: you would not do a bad job at is selling tickets, because Glenn and I would be there in the (laughs) front row no matter what it
0: costs. (laughs) Bottom line, um, it doesn't mean you're a bad dude, and it doesn't mean that you are incapable of learning to be a better employee. This really, in a lot of ways, boils down to hope. Can things get better for you, or are you doomed? Um, is it just always going to be this way? And I think we need to face that head-on and ask that question, can things get better? Can we make things get better? And if so, how do we do that?
1: Yes, as a preview, you may have guessed, you've been listening to the show for a while. Yes, yes, I can. Top of that, we come back right here on The Bridge Loud. back with you here on The Bridge Aloud. My name is Matt King and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. I'm
2: pretty deadly certain that Jet does not understand even the most rudimentary rules of the game of rugby.
1: Sounds entertaining to me. Also joining us, a man who will almost certainly be starting at left back for the Chicago Rugby Union pretty soon, the Bruce of the Show, Jed Brewer.
0: I understand that were that to occur, I should run off the field
1: immediately. Yeah, yeah. that's Well, there's worse strategies. We're going to answer a question that came into the bridge. Loud at gmail.com. This week's question says, I want to do better, but how do I know I'm not just a loser? And Glenn, I think very wisely in that last segment, Jed broke this down to an issue of hope, mm. which makes a lot of sense. But... Sometimes hope just as a free-floating thing is a little hard to get your head around. It's, it helps to have a concrete idea of here's how this can get better. So what would sure. you say to that?
2: Well, I think if you ask most people to go out on the street just, uh, to go to the mall and ask random people, do you think you're a good person? Almost every one of them would say, oh, well, you know, I, you know, in some ways, And I, they'd have a hard time bottom lining that. Every now and then when so you would ask somebody and they'd say, yeah, yeah, I'm a good person. And that person is
1: definitely not a <laughs> good person. You should run away from them like jet off a rugby field. <laughs>
2: That's right. Thank you. Very well done, sir. So so then that means if we have a hard time bottom lining those things, let's not bottom line them in that way. Mm-hmm. Let's ask ourselves, am I making improvements? Yeah. And you can't improve everything all at once, obviously. That's crazy pants. We have to look at what's the next thing that I need to improve, and am I improving in that area? If I am, then I can feel good about myself.
1: That's absolutely right. And, Jed, maybe it's best to look at this in kind of a two-pronged idea. I think Glenn is absolutely right. There are circumstances or external things about our life that we could start working on tomorrow. That could be job training. That could be uh, going back to school. That could be whatever that needs to be. Say, I am... Closer to where I want to be in this than I was yesterday. Yes. But there's also some internal stuff, some attitude stuff that will really help us along that way. It's a little less easy to see the results of, but also it's important, right?
0: No question about it. You know, if you've never thought about this before, You've got an external life. That's, that's the life that you live. You, you go places and you meet friends, you do things. But you've also got an internal life, and that's the life that you live in your own head and, and your, your thoughts and how you think and feel about yourself. And both of those matter. And they, they do impact each other, but they can have a separate reality to them. In other words, if you struggle with feeling bad about yourself, and a lot of people do, that's not something to be ashamed about – Getting a better job is a good thing on a lot of levels, but that won't make you feel better about yourself. Um, you can go back to school and you can be the val Victorian in straight A's and it's amazing and we're super proud of you, but that won't make you feel better about yourself. Uh, if we want to get to a better place with our internal life where we're happier and we have more peace and we have more acceptance, a great step on that is talking to a counselor or to a therapist. You deserve to have joy and peace in your brain. Uh, You deserve that. We want that for you. We believe God wants that for you. And the people that really know how to help you with that, again, are people who are counselors and therapists. We would love to help you find one in your area that you can afford. There are all kinds of arrangements, including free counseling and sliding scale. So don't be a stranger. Even as you're working on bettering your external life, shoot us an email at thebridgeloud at gmail.com. That's thebridgeloud at gmail.com. We'd love to connect you with someone who could help you with that internal stuff, too.
1: We'll be right back here on The Bridge Loud.
2: We know you have struggles, we believe in you, and we want to help.
1: We are with you here on The Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King. I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. Let's do this. Also joining us to produce the show, the man who puts the music together, Jed Brewer. Oh, yeah. Now, as you, if you've listened to the show at this point, you may know that Jed is about to launch an exciting new career in rugby.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: And uh, as part of that, we're going to answer our question that came into The Bridge Loud at gmail.com that says, I want to do better. But how do I know I'm not just a loser? Now, Jed wants to do better in his burgeoning rugby career. Uh-huh. And that's going to involve a lot of soreness yep. and a yep. lot of injuries. Luckily, we have something for that. He's pour a little secret sauce on it. The secret sauce! So, Glenn, as we mentioned in the beginning, um, you've got a long career. and What we do in our day job of working with folks, specifically seeking out folks who are going through a rough time. That could mm-hmm. be behind bars. That could be coming out of addiction or gangs. And this idea of changing that idea of yourself... Mm. They may not always use the word "loser." One, if somebody's been told their whole life, "you you are," and the quote is a natural born thug. Right. This yeah. is who you are and what you do. Yeah, yeah. What do you tell people to get them started on that journey of changing that perception of themselves?
2: Well, as you've kind of gotten a feel for, it, if you listen to this whole show, it, when we t- when you talk about self esteem, self identity, it kind of goes in a circle. It's kind of hard to put your finger on. And you feel like you're kind of lost in the maze of that. You need something bigger than you to make a comment on you. You need an authority, a a higher authority, a higher power. So that's where we turn to God. and We say, okay, God, what do you think of me? What God says is that he loves us, right? Here's why that's important. And when we're talking about am I a loser or not? Because love doesn't depend on behavior. If you have a child, you love the child whether they behave or not. It doesn't go up or down based on behavior. Your your happiness with the child might go up or down or something. But you still love the child the same no matter what. And the thing is that love has the power to transform us and allow us to work these improvements that we've been talking about throughout the whole show. If you don't accept and believe in that love, making any kind of improvements and trying to show off for people and have them be impressed and have them give you self-esteem, that's going to be a real problem.
1: I think it's a really great point, and I think uh, one of the misconceptions we have about self-esteem is at what point it comes in in a process. There's certainly the idea that I will be very successful, and I will arrive, and I will have a nice house or a nice car and then I will just feel great about myself and you don't have to read the end of too many celebrity biographies to know that doesn't really seem to work but then I think there's also an idea that's not helpful either that I must start out and only when I feel very good about myself and entirely confident can I start making these steps and the the real reality is as Glenn's pointing out you're gonna need this as you go throughout. and God wants to be there for you. That. There's stories all through the Bible. You've probably heard of a guy called Moses who God gives him a thing to do, and his first response is, you got the wrong guy. I can't do that. I don't want to do that. God says, why don't you do it anyway? And then gives him the steps he needs to do that. Part of that idea of a perception of ourselves as people can do things is you got to start doing things, make charts. Trying to make some of these changes we're talking about, you're going to find that God is more with you on that than you think. Got more people in your corner than you think, and we will see you next week right here on the Bridge Loud.
0: You tell me to not be afraid My reservation has been made